What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Geek Burrito, where we throw together all your favorite geeky entities of past, present, and future. I am the Great Talon. And I am Halloween Queen T, formerly owned by Fox. Formerly owned by <laughs> formerly <laughs> owned by Fox. Yes. Today we're gonna start off this week with as you know, we continue our uh, you know, like like I was just saying, you know, we can't escape Disney or Star Wars in our pot. It always comes back full circle to that. And today is a random special day because we're going to start off with a random fact for you of this week, which is, of course, has to do with Disney, the House of Mouse. Uh, as you know, they have purchased 20th Century Fox for like a bajillion dollars last right. year. And now they have decided, and I was afraid this was going to happen. I, I said to myself, this is, uh, they're going to do something stupid and not stupid, but they're going to do something where it's going to make people go, okay, you're changing history in the making, whatever. So not only did they detach the name Fox from 20th Century Studios, they renamed it just 20th Century Studios, and their Searchlight division, which was formerly Fox Searchlight Pictures, is now just formally, just, just now known as Searchlight Pictures, completely right. erasing almost 184 years to be precise, oh, nearly a century of history just just erased from existence order 66 fucking just wiped from the slate clean and starting over and and uh, halloween queen the details as to why uh the agenda as the agenda goes as why they they uh came out in a press conference or whatever and said why or they wrote online why and you, you'll have the details for us there yeah, well, again, I mean, you are a big fan of nostalgia. You don't like when things change. Listen, that's not a bad thing. That's I, I get it. You like you you like the old school mentality. I get it. Uh, Disney's point of view, though, um, because obviously Disney is a huge fucking media company, and Disney owns everything. They own fucking they they own band aids. They own just they just own the world. No, they they do have frozen band-aids, I'm just saying. Um, so, so this was what I was reading. I'm going to kind of read it through because, again, I don't like fucking speaking on facts that I'm not 100% on. But removing the fox from the studios and the film divisions that Disney does own will presumably make things in the entertainment world a little bit clearer. And this is where it also made sense to me as to why they did it, um, which is the fact that, for example, Fox News in particular is a politically conscientious brand that doesn't gel with Disney's politically neutral family-friendly um, family friendly ethics. Um, and it obviously, what people are thinking is that it may have contributed to the name change. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to create the division for those for those situations where things are political so you have like your own political avenue you have your r-rated movies avenue but they're trying to basically say hey we own all of it but we have different channels so to speak so they're right. basically breaking up the company so that it fits everyone's different agenda so to speak so in some degree i I like it because Disney is a whole umbrella. You just assume that they're going to just Disney down even the news. They're going to Disney down the R-rated movies. So, like, I appreciate that they're not changing formats, but they're just kind of like, we're going to put its own label. You're still us, but we got to separate to some extent. No, I, I understand that, yes. And that, that makes sense from a political standpoint. I know that Fo uh, Fox was very uh, Republican. Disney's very neutral with politics, which is fine. Uh, I just think that if you're going to do, okay, if you're going to go this extent and mm -hmm. just wiping the Fox name from the logo, from the, the whole history and everything in one swift blow, why not be more historically accurate in the time that you're in? Don't call it 20th century studios because technically we're in the 21st century. So call it 21st century studios. Okay. Just, I you can, know, I, I mean, can, I can see that. 
Then again, someone told me, I could be wrong, that the 21st century doesn't really start until like the 2100s. I, I, I don't know. I could be wrong oh, there. Maybe, I, I don't know. But I don't know. Maybe that's why they don't want to get technical. Then you'll have that one fucking troll going, is it 21st century? Is it 2100, dumbass? You know, like, you have someone <laughs> that. would doing be that. you, you fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Who knows? But it's just, yeah, you're right. I'm big on nostalgia. But at the same time, I'm big on uh, just knowing your roots and knowing where you came from. And Corporate versus like family owned things or just even like corporate ro- – I call it like roboticism where you're a fucking robot versus being a fucking human being and just like, look, hey, look, I'm sure – okay, you work for Disney. Say say you work for Disney. I work for Disney, whatever. I'm sure we're not just watching Disney movies. I'm sure we're watching Paramount and Universal and whatever, you know, Fox as we grew up, whatever. We're not going to just isolate to one – you know, so you have some type of – History there, you know, like just as a decent human being, like going, look, I understand your political views are different than ours, but we're going to keep the name as like just because of uh, it's, a, it's, it's it's historical. It, it's 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 not only is it, not, is, is it nostalgic, but it, it has some type of history to it and respecting. I'm big on respect and you got to respect the name and how look this this studio has brought, my name yeah you gotta respect r-e-s-b-e-c-t <laughs> no you know like you gotta have like a little respect and it's not like they're just some like joe schmo studio that they just fucking picked up for a billion dollars like uh you know like that doesn't have any type of weight to it fox has brought us star wars they brought us die hard they brought alien predator you know so many different brands that they now have and it's just under their belt and just notches on Disney's belt. So it's like, wow, you're really like going for broke here. You're like, I spent all this money like a, a fucking parent. Like, I, I spent all this money and you're damn right I'm going to fucking do what I want with this kid and whatever. You know, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, I, it just I, I, I get it. But once again, just like every podcast, you and I don't agree on anything, which is fine. It makes the world go round. <laughs> exactly. It gets more hits, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> That's fine. So uh, if you hear me scrambling in the background, we're doing like old school pen and paper because, okay, now that we got that out of, out of our system, a random fact of the week, uh, as of this recording that that news came out today about the Fox News, um, we are going to have a little game today. So I'm just I'm just preparing over here. So I apologize if you hear squeaking, confusion, pen writing. But yeah, we have a we have a little a little special something something. So um, I guess the theme of this particular podcast. Uh, episode is going to be it's award season and with award season comes many things awesome you know uh uh, acknowledgement of talent and then acknowledgement of poop acknowledgement of poop and then also the uh just the yeah what you said it's just just the kinding the shading over like and the glazing over just uh the more important stuff or the the more important talent and and we'll get to that but okay (laughs) Well, we'll definitely dive uh, into it. So if you guys are into award season, this is the episode for you. So please sit in your chair, tighten your seatbelt. We're going to get a little crotchety. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a wee bit, just a tit. I mean, not much, you know, just one tit, not two, you know, one just <laughs> that's fine. Half nipple. Half, half a nipple, half <laughs> areola. It's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So um, the Grammys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's start with the Grammys. We're gonna start with the Grammys, or I like to call them the sh- the the Shammies, because it's a big fucking sham. So yeah, it's the Shammies people. Yeah. So we're gonna start from the bottom. Now we here. We're I guess I don't know. What we're we gonna start with? We're we gonna start with uh, well, what we just kind of just 
want to talk about well you could you could spearhead this because music is your thing mostly so go ahead well okay (laughs) so we're just we're not going to uh dive too deep into this because honestly i didn't pull up all the categories because i'm going to be perfectly honest with you i don't know half of these artists because again stuck in i'm stuck in a time machine i don't fucking listen to modern music for the most part yeah no i'm with you there that's something we can actually agree on so that's one yeah Yeah, ring the bell ding 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 we got one (laughs) thing we agree on yay uh but yeah so what's what's bothering me about this is that it's the inductees into the hall of fame and that that's what always gets me almost every year because there's always someone that is worthy to be inducted and it always gets overshadowed because it didn't get enough hits or votes and it's like bullshit you can fucking put all these people in without your stupid bullshit democracy all of a sudden it's a democracy yeah okay yeah all of a sudden sure yeah it's it's, and and this year i will say in terms of social media uh, this year um so we're going to talk about the hall of fame but then and then we'll get into the grammys but with the hall of fame i could tell you currently um there is a lot of upset people Mm mm-hmm Yes. And and I'm, I read it on social media, and a lot of it is tying into, and, and I probably should have had some screen grabs for us both, but there is fan votes. So they have the ability to vote, and apparently artists that you guys would have opted for, meaning you and my husband in particular, clearly um, had a bigger outstanding, I guess, uh, popularity, and they still chose to ignore that. Yeah, and that's what really grinds my gears like immensely because okay, when uh, I, I I literally I respect and I really I like some of their songs even when I was when I was younger more so when I was younger than now such as uh, uh, even when I was in my rap phase Notorious B.I.G. they he got inducted yes okay he was an icon that's fine Whitney Houston an icon. Sure, that's fine. I'm I'm in agreement with that. I'm not in disagreement with that. I, I think that they they deserve it. Yeah. Uh, other ones like okay, I'm not too familiar with or I don't really know that much. You can correct me if I'm wrong because you know music more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, Depeche Mode, yeah, maybe because I've I don't really know what what songs it's, did it's, they do. It's Depeche Mode, by the way. Depeche, Depeche Mode. Oh, it's, it's not a Joe Pesci cover band. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's funny, like I'm a clown man. Oh, Depeche Mode. <laughs> oh, there'll be a lot more swearing in it, I'd imagine. If, if Will's trying not to laugh in the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Um, no, Depeche Mode. Um, uh, there. Let me let me put it this way. They're they're a good band. It's definitely like a cult, like classicy. I would say type of uh, fanfare. Um, do I think that they are on the same roster as these people currently? Do Do I think that, for example, Judas Priest should have taken their place? Absolutely. Well, thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. Yeah, I, I, will, I will give you that. The Doobie Brothers, eh, I mean, uh, whatever. And then there's Whitney. Nine Houston. Inch Nails. Are you really? Nine Inch Nails over the priest? Over Soundgarden? <laughs> over Motorhead? I'm sorry. I'm going to start shouting. <laughs> Fucking Thin Lizzy. Of, ah! Sorry. Just, you're, 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 you're legends. Legends, people. Even fucking Pat Benatar, man. I the fuck? I'm no, really upset. We got the T-Rex with the little arms and the fucking... <laughs> That's not who T-Rex is. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Just saying. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so with so the five that got inducted, ten other artists did not make the cut, including Pat Benatar, which, by the way, I will say I'm very upset about Pat Benatar not being in, included into this uh, because... And I'm going to say it, and everyone's going to fight me on it. If I had to pick and choose between her and Whitney Houston for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Pat Benatar should have been there before her, yes, hands I, down. I agree with you on that. And, and yeah. that's two things we agree on. <laughs> I don't know what is happening. <laughs> I think tonight is just, it's 2020. The times are about no. to change. 
Oh, we got no, no, 20th no. Century until, Studios. Until the Oscars. No, 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 no. It's not going to last long tonight. Oh, yeah. The Oscars, it's, yeah, we're going to, oh, yeah. We already started fighting before this, we uh, folks. Fighting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I agree with that because Pat Benatar, I really got into Pat Benatar because of like Guitar Hero. And that's when I was like, all right. And I was like, yeah, and rock band. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Like, Who's this? Then I started listening to more of her songs. I'm like, yeah, this is a 80s poppy, rocky, like commercialized, which is fine. Sometimes commercialized rock is okay in certain instincts, instances like that. But then you got, then you got Dave Matthews band. I'm not too familiar with them. I mean, are they, they've been around for a while though, haven't they? They've been around. And that's another one that I feel like it's a, I don't know. I wouldn't say cult because that's not like, it, it's like fucking, Oh God, I don't even know how to word it. It was like very 1990s. Like I listened to <laughs> fish wear hemp and sandals type band, you know? Oh God, it's like the fucking 70s and you're listening to the Grateful Dead and you're kind sucking Jerry Seal off like he's a fucking, no, no, just no, sorry. Kind, I mean, they're not, <laughs> listen, they're, they're not terrible. I mean, it's not like, it's not like we're putting in fucking Kanye West instead of them, you know? Oh, where he's I'd next year, folks. He's next year, guaranteed. <laughs> next, next year is a possibility. <laughs> but, yeah. And then there's uh, Soundgarden, which uh, here's here's where I will say this. I do do I think that they deserve to be in it? Yes. Um, they're not necessarily on my top ten as of right now. I do feel like, and this makes me feel fucked up. I do feel like maybe they were even on the ballot because of Chris passing away. I'm not sure, which I hope is not the case. No, I, I even even so, like just even if he wasn't dead, you know, passed away, you, you know, just. Ugh, no, he's amazing. An amazing fucking vocalist. I mean, they are part of that grunge era. I mean, they definitely did their thing for that time and place. Do I feel like they're on the same threshold as like Motorhead? No, not really. But that, again, no, that's... absolutely. I mean, no, not really. That's you know, you can't really. It's two different, I guess, you can say subgenres. But I mean, honestly, though. I, you know, I really got more into Soundgarden, not be, I'd say because of Chris's passing, but because, you know, like your husband said, you know, check out these albums. And I'm like, all right. And I did not realize the range in his oh, voice, yeah. especially with when he went on to Audio Slave. And I was like, wow, this, he has such a depth to his voice. Like he could, I mean, in my opinion, you know, you can, you can argue here if you want, but I think he could have like, not maybe like been better, but compete with like the big boys, like, uh, like Freddie Mercury and, and Ronnie James Dio in the t amount of range that he had oh, in I, some of his songs. I agree. You know, okay. I agree. He, when we lost him, we lost a very, very talented man and a very overlooked man, uh, man because I really do think people really looked at Soundgarden and looked at like their big hit and uh, Black Hole Sun. And then I kind of think that people who in a mainstream source didn't give him the opportunity to see him more than just that one grunge song that every mainstream person knew. And they didn't yeah. get to meet the like the man or listen to his music on a deeper value where like he was a very he wasn't just some fucking grunge guy from the 90s this was a fucking singer like a natural yeah. born artist so i mean it's shitty in that circumstance and by the way going so we're, we're back by the we're nitpicking the people who didn't get nominated at this i mean they were nominated but they didn't get inducted so we're kind of just yeah, we're no, nitpicking. we're we're just we're nitpicking <laughs> now, and and just before we move on to to the next couple of uh, people who got you could say snubbed and whatnot, uh, I just want to mention that uh, in Soundgarden, like people say, like you know, Black Hole Sun, you know, is is like really like you know, like like the the song that made them. But honestly, if you listen to other songs, 
Like if you listen to, I think, uh, you know, and your husband can correct me if I'm wrong here. I think I'm pretty sure it's power trip. I'm not, I'm not certain, but there's, I'm pretty sure it is power trip where he's just fucking in the beginning of the song. He's just trying to compete with the guitarist, with his vocals, just screaming and like harmonizing. And I'm like, Oh, it's just so perfect, and yet you get snubbed. You just and then the same, on your mic. Yeah, I just kind of—it's—it's it's everywhere, folks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it's all over the walls, the floor, the mic, and yeah. If you hear a little bit of uh, feedback, you know what it is. But anyway, moving on to an amazing vocaling, vocalizing. Judas Priest also got the fucking shaft. And as yeah. much as uh, Rob Halford would like that, I mean, on, it's not in his favor this time. <laughs> God damn. But I'm just saying. I, it's like. Listen, I and okay, so again, because this is going to be the only time that we agree on anything uh, at this moment in time, let's embrace it, let's enjoy yes, it, let's, let's cherish this moment. Yes, yes. Um, Judas Priest, um, now my husband is a very, very big fan of Judas Priest, Motorhead, etc. Um, when I did see the list that came out of the actual inductee, so the 2020 class, and the two artists that again, I was very raised eyebrow, as well as like I said, the internet was not happy, which makes me kind of feel like, okay, other people get it. It's not just like a, like a, a like a minority fan base of people that are just like, like, me, 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 like everyone who is even fans of Whitney Houston and Nor- Taurus B.I.G. Like, listen, they're awesome, but they're not rock and roll. Like, it, it does not make sense for you to put them in a rock and roll hall of fame when you have a band who literally embodied, started, is is literally rock and roll, and people are baffled by it. And I'm like, oh my god, there's hope in the world. They get it now. Rock and roll is, yeah. I think, if we're looking at technicality, I'm sure people's argument is going to be like, well, rock and roll is also branched down into many different. Listen, like I get it, but let's be honest here. Uh, not one song in Whitney Houston's catalog has ever embodied <laughs> rock and roll. And Notorious B.I.G. has he ever done a rap colla- uh, a rock collaboration? I don't think so. No, no, and that wasn't a thing. That wasn't a sales point because he was dead before that happened. So, like. I can only think of one song on Whitney Houston's catalog, which is Queen of the Night, which has a guitar in it. Literally, that's the only song I can even think of. But other than that, I think that they should be noted as artists. I think they're phenomenal artists. And they are fucking pop culture icons. However, for this particular 2020 class, the fact that you had other bands on the roster that I feel should have been inducted, I'm not happy that if I had to choose of those two slots... I would say that it should have went to, and this is fucking hard, would be Judas Priest and Motorhead with Pat Benatar right in between. Yes, that, that, that's it. If I had to pick that, I would pick that. I would maybe squeeze in Soundgarden if I could. That's about it. Uh, and honestly, if we're going to change names, folks, because they like changing names in 2020, 20th Century Studios, why not change <laughs> the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Don't fucking call it Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you fucking... Nah, call it the Poppin' <laughs> Hall, Poppin' Roll Hall of Fame, or the po- Booty Poppin' Hall of Fame, you know, yeah. because that's what it is, it's poppin' music, it's like music that you see here in fucking clubs, or, you know, stuff, it's poppin' music, so, don't even, and then this can even go back to the fucking New Year's Eve with Dick Clark, you're just shitting all over his legacy with Rockin' Eve, you call it Dick Clark's Poppin' Eve, because there was not, I don't know about, if you noticed, but there was not one fucking rock artist that I knew, or that I fucking liked, there was nothing. It was all pop music. It was pop and then rap. And then you had people doing this with their hands. You can't see me, but I'm doing this right now. I'm fucking floating my hands around. I don't know what's happening. I'm, I'm doing like a fucking spider. Th- I don't know what they were doing, but they were doing something. And 
I was just getting angry like I am now. Sorry. This is, <laughs> we, we knew this was going to happen. I just wish the Sorry, world folks. was ready. <laughs> no, you're not ready for my anger when it comes to like snubbing with music and, uh, and yeah, and other things. Yeah. <laughs> that we're going to talk mean, about. I think the rocking Eve, I think they use it as rock is like rocking, like rocking your body. Listen, I'm okay with like pop songs, but again, this is where the crotchety version of me is going. Maybe it's because I don't know pop songs today. Cause I think they're fucking terrible, but like, I didn't know any fucking song, which again could just be a reflection. I'm getting older and I don't fucking care. Or it could just be, and I'm hoping this is it is that the music fucking sucks. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> oh, it, it's getting to that point. I mean, I really think it is because, on New Year's Rock and Eve or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like I were over, I was over at my in-laws' house and and all the like the like they even they, they even like they like Jen and like her young young cousins were going like who the fuck like who who are these people like where'd you get where what what like uh fucking hole did you dig up these like people I don't know it's just where'd you find these like uh I don't know they're just things. I don't I don't know either <laughs> but but the point is that th- this is all coinciding with pop culture and what people, I guess, you know, I guess what we're people, I think the point that we're trying to get across is I think anything that has a label that's rock and roll or rockin' or whatever, what's missing in today's society is rock metal, punk, yes. things of that nature. And I do hope because there seems to be, I'm going to say an every 20, 30 year mark that you get rock music. There's like a big fucking evolution. It dies back down. Uh, it's fucking put to the grave and then it comes back. I'm hoping that we're at that pinnacle of uh, you know, the, the limit period of where it's going to come back because we have not had any mainstream successful rock that's a part of mainstream culture when i say mainstream i'm talking like every tom dick and harry fucking knows it and right like metallica yeah. it's, it's a household name of course yes. yeah and you know, we don't uh, black sabbath you know ozzy if osbourne yes if you of think about it we recycle the same old fucking bands from 30 years ago now is it because they're super fucking talented and they're able to stay with the times absolutely the other problem is is that there is not enough rock metal opportunity or bands coming in that have had the platform or ability to stand in, in a place of being recognized. But that's also because people's taste is clearly so fucking like, just like we talked about last week, it's like the self-indulgent type of short attention span. If it, if it has a fucking bop, that's good enough for me. Fuck talent. As long as it's got like some weird dun, dun, dun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, And it changes every 30 seconds. Like, look, you're supposed to have transitions in your, in, in songs. I mean, you know, I'm sure your husband knows transitions are good, but not every fucking 10 seconds. (laughs) I I think the problem is that we, we, we now live in the generation of fucking SoundCloud rappers and that's music today. And which is, again, I'm not, I'm not shitting on all fucking rap, but let's be honest, real fucking good rap battle rap music fucking ended in the goddamn nineties. So like everything since I'm just kind of like, you know what, in terms of rock, I wish that it was more accepted. I feel like it is. If you think about it, our music is like passe. It's literally like an underground club of people because we have no place to go. That is actually what I was going to bring up. I'm glad you said it first. It's like a bastard stepchild of the redhead yeah. bastard stepchild of music, the music genre. And they treat it so, even though a lot of the music today kind of was derived from like a bluesy, jazzy, yes. rocky type of atmosphere in like the, you know, in like the early 20th century. So it's like, I don't really understand why they're, Forgetting, like, like this goes back to 20th century Fox. 
You're forgetting your roots. You're forgetting your history, where you come from. Now, if there's two bands out there that I've recently started listening to because of your husband that should be mainstreamed, it's Enforcer and Skullfist. And I'm sure he can agree with that. He is making a face right now. He's doing a metal face. I don't know what's happening. Yes, because they are fucking phenomenal. So, yeah. And moving along, though. uh, So, yeah. So, Grammys. uh, There is a few... I was like, going to say, this ties into our conversation. So now we're going to talk about the Grammys. So the nominations of music today that have been nominated and recognized on a on a massive platform that the Grammys want to basically award or nominate and award people for their achievements in today's pop culture. And again, we only pulled about three technical examples just to discuss it. And then we put the metal category because it's the only time it's ever going to get recognized. It's on our channel, not even on the fucking stage there. It'll get recognized through us. (laughs) Yes. It'll get recognized in a commercial break as it says, like they do on like fucking like AEW. I've noticed where it's like, we'll be right back. And it's picture in picture. And it's like at the bottom of the screen. Oh, by the way, best metal uh, performance goes to this guy. And it's like, yeah, fuck it. It's like, that's like, that's the equivalent to me of throwing up your two giant fucking middle fingers on the screen saying fuck you go to hell eat my dick that's what it means to me that that whole thing so i'll I'll, say wait i'll do you one better actually most times for the alternative record the metal and uh rock something they don't even do that they wait till the end of the award show and then they post it on a flat screen <laughs> i'm not oh, kidding my god so okay so it's a privilege then to get the writing across the screen you know what or, it's the, the writing across the bottom of the screen is the equivalent of getting a winter weather advisory report so hey you're being informed <laughs> This is what you should be reading and looking at because it's important. Yes. Wait, I, I apologize. Last year, they, they did it before the show. It was yeah, before, that's what I mean. It was that, before the what, show. Last year yes. was before. Yes. So they, they didn't even get out of the car to walk the red carpet, which they basically shoo them as quickly as possible. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, we it's, want Ariana Grande. Like, get out. The problem because it's not just in the Grammys. I think I mentioned this briefly before. I'll mention it to the fine folks listening out there, all five of them, that Jen. it's going to Jen in general. This is not the only award show or any any public event, mass event they get snubbed at. Every single fucking year at the Super Bowl, Metallica, who should it's a well-known name, should be at least at one of these Super Bowls every like decade or, or five years or so. Instead, the most rock that's there, I would say, is like I saw one year the Who was there, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Who? Like, <laughs> and, I'm like <laughs> and then you got, <laughs> and then and then and then I think I think your husband's the one who told me that he was like, yeah, they don't want um, any type of angry, aggressive music at the Super Bowl halftime show because they don't want to be associated with angry, the negative music. <laughs> we're we're a positive people. Yeah, this is coming from a fucking industry who makes money off of concussions and fucking beating the shit out of each other with fucking tackles and shit. So no, 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 no. It's not a catch twenty two. It's not a quite well, catch twenty two. If I'm not mistaken, Jennifer Lopez is is performing this. I hope all the fucking lights go off and like somebody fucking like tackles her. <laughs> <laughs> or something i don't know uh, but anyway, going, but anyway going back yeah. to the Gram- oh b- by the way before we even start the grammys you talking about the fact of like how people um you know like that they don't even pr- let them present on stage they don't even have like their time i'm gonna go left field for a second i'm gonna talk about avns for one quick second for one reason one reason alone so avns is the adult video network award so it's the oh. big porn awards and 
I could speak on this for a very obvious reason, but huh. AVN, for example, does not announce certain categories on the stage because unless you are the polished mainstream known person, they do not announce your category on the stage. So for example, um, if you are plus side, if you're BBW, you do not have a shot in the dark. As a matter of fact, at the sh end of the show, they put a flash screen up on the stage and like, here, here's who won, go collect your award. Like they don't even acknowledge it. Oh, wow. Really? So, yeah. So I can tell you, so I can even tell you from experience, um, from, from my end, I was nominated for a specific award and I knew I wasn't going to win, which was fine. But when I tell you the amount of categories that you would be amazed of, like, it doesn't, it doesn't get recognized. Uh, it did not get recognized. It was literally like, here's a screen. This person won end of whatever. Like, and it was when people were fucking leaving, by the way. Wow, and I bet they said it's because of time constraints or some nonsense. Some some bullshit, but the point is I, I have been to uh, two award shows firsthand. One is a participant, one is somebody who was nominated. I went, I had a good time, because I, I, again, it was just an experience to go, but I will tell you the political standpoint is a very true thing that they don't even let anyone walk on the stage unless it's a sales point or a pitch or a mainstream thing. If you do not oh. fall into a selling, a selling opportunity, you will not walk. It's very, very political. Wow. I did not know it was that deep, but damn, I guess. So it doesn't, so people, what the point of this whole thing is, it doesn't just exist in like just the Grammys or the Oscars. It's no, everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. even on, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. This is about award shows and the moral of the story is award shows fucking suck. And I'm telling you this yes. as someone who's been an award winner, a fucking nominee. If you go to these fucking things, it is, we, we tip, we typically recognize popular. We do not recognize talent. Yes, exactly. That's pretty much what's happening here and uh what are yeah. okay because so, we have a shared screen here okay all right so <laughs> so we are going to do a little quick thing now uh great talent is has already said he has admitted he's not really big with the grammys because he doesn't know half the people that's fine so i'm gonna put in my premonition but we're gonna go through the list of this current album of the we're gonna do album <laughs> of the year okay so 2020 yeah um well, don't read that um, one that that's fine <laughs> no, no 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna read them and then apparently the grammys announced a new category as we've done this podcast yes, um, it's live it's it's all dynamic folks so you're gonna read the selections <laughs> then we're gonna say our predictions who's gonna win this yeah. is gonna be uh, this is gonna be great it's so just for the oscars too so yeah okay okay so we have to okay. cue the fancy music okay yeah. so uh for this is for album of the year bon iver i i no idea who, that who? Is. bon, bon, bon jovi Bon the Bon like son. Who is that? Bon, <laughs> that? bon Iver. It sounds like a very fancy soap. I don't know. <laughs> um, um, I, the so is the song really called I I? Well, it's yeah. album, so it'd be the album. <laughs> I I what? His uh, album is I I. I Yes, is is accurate for my reaction. So there's that. So uh, Lana Del Lana, excuse me, Lana Del Rey. The album oh. is Norman fucking Rockwell. Billie Eilish, When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Her, I Used to Know Her. Ariana Grande, Thank You Next. Little Nas X, Seven. Lizzo, Cause I Love You. Or Vampire Weekend, 
father of the bride. So we're, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And then also the Grammys have announced a new participant in the category. The band is called Unfair Selections. The album is Poopy Faced Butthole. Yes. Well, that's clearly the winner. That's, that's, I'm going to put my name right next to that as we're doing this podcast. I'm putting my name right next to that. Clearly somebody took my notes and put things on them. Great talent. Thank you. That is going to be a, that's a sleeper, right? It's going to be a sleeper and nobody's going to see it coming. And I'm going to highlight that right now for me. So that is my selection. That's your selection. Okay. (laughs) Um, Unfair selection. Yes. For album of the year. Now. uh, Album uh, of the year. Okay, yeah, because this is hold on, this album of the year. So Lana Del Rey, Billie Eilish, her Ariana Grande, Lizzo. Okay, so um, I'm gonna shoot around because I'm looking at this list. So people, if you're listening, I know I just I fed you a bunch of artists and a bunch of albums. Um, Lizzo, because I love you. I don't think it's a strong album. She kind of is a two hit wonder at the moment. I'm gonna knock her out. Vampire Weekend doesn't have a shot because they're alternative. Little Nas X, one hit wonder. I don't put that album on. Ariana Grande, her. I'm gonna say. Billie Eilish, and I'm not saying that's my particular favorite, but I'm saying because that album seemed to have been a big fucking deal for the Generation Z, so I will go with Billie Eilish. Yeah, we have to be realistic here, folks. Like, when we get to the Oscars, um, I'm not sure if you're going to do this too, but I'm going to say who I want to win, and then I'm going to say realistically, this. I'm going to put my name next to who is probably going to win because of how it is, you know what I mean? Like you just did. Yeah. Yeah. So we have that. Now, record of the year, this is going to be basically the similar as song of the year. It's Before much- you get to, do you have somebody yeah. who you want to win for album of the year or you just don't really fucking care? Like, I like, don't fucking care. Well, I don't then put, then on, you got to like the Unfair Selections by Poopy Face, but that's a fucking classic if you haven't heard that. That's just... I mean, I think Unfair Selections is probably my favorite album this year. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that goes, I think that should go without saying, but okay, on to record of the year. By the way, my husband looks so bored right now. He looks miserable. Okay, Tell him to go put on some unfair selections. He'll, he'll cheer right up. <laughs> yeah, it's a great album. Um, okay, so record of the year, similar to song of the year. We have Bon Iver again. The song is Hey Ma. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Billie Eilish with Bad Guy. Ariana Grande with Seven Rings. Her with Hard Place. Giggity. Khalid with Talk. Little Nas X with Old Town Road, Lizzo with Truth Hurts, Post Malone with Sunflower, and the new added category, as per an anonymous tipper, Where's My Country Gone by the Ghouls? <laughs> what? Well, I don't know if you, you, you know, I, I, first of all, I was going to pick Lizzo, The Truth Hurts. But now I'm going to have to go with Where My Country Gone because country that's gone. a badass name, The Ghouls. I don't know who fucking picked that, but I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so out of all of these, I think in terms of who is going to win, we have to think of the big hits. Truth Hurts was really – by the way, that fucking Old Town Road was big. That's the one with the uh, Miley Cyrus. It's like, oh, now, don't don't you – you're just speaking this flim-flam language. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I know I, it's that song. Like it was a very popular song. I think it's oh god. As you as you as whoever's playing this, especially my wife Jen, she's gonna be like, I know that song. Ariana Grande, there's every ring in singing in the car, popping her fucking fist. Yeah. I mean, oh my god. So this is who I would want to win. I will say I would want Lizzo to win just because that's probably my favorite song. Oh, I, I was right. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, Lizzo. I would well, say Lizzo. I think 
in terms of popularity or whatever and uh, i don't old people feeling like they needed i don't know i'm gonna go with little nas x i think it's gonna take it all right nice that's my guess. Okay, so the last the last bullshit one. Song of the year. Again, same fucking thing here. We have Lady Gaga with Always Remember Us This Way. Billy I Billy Eilish with Bad Guy. Tanya Tucker with Bring My Flowers Now. Sounds like a demand. Uh, her <laughs> with Hard Place. Taylor Swift with Lover, because she's gotta fucking be involved. Ugh. Lana Del Rey, Norman fucking Rockwell. Louis Capaldi with Someone You Loved. And Lizzo, Truth Hurts. Because yeah. I gave Lizzo record of the year i do think song of the year i think billy eilish bad guy is probably going to take that i'm going with lady gaga just because she's the closest fucking thing to metal on this list i know that's... but i don't think that song <laughs> I, that, I i think that um her her like cloud of uh fucking a star is born is gone i don't think it's i that wasn't a strong song after um, for it to be when it was nominated it kind of fell in the guidelines but i think like that time is done that's just my opinion I, i'm with you your, your predictions are going to come true except for you know except for unfair selections which i think is going to win by a landslide but that's Obviously. that's just me but no honestly though um yeah and, and and taylor swift i feel like she just has to be on here because she's the martin scorsese it's like it's like oh she does a a, a song or a movie you gotta have in the in the nominee list because it's Taylor Swift and you know she sells things to children of all ages so you know whatever <laughs> she's she's just the automatic just whatever but yeah. anyway so um this is the last thing we're going to bring up about, about the Grammys and we're going to move yeah. the fuck on all right because yeah, my husband has fallen up. asleep yeah so, um so it's best metal performance okay Ooh. so I will say this is the first year that they've they're pretty fucking on par um. More than usual. I'm so I will say good job, Grammys. You kind of did okay. Um, so the bands here we go. Uh, Candlemas with Astro. I am probably what, what is it? Astrolis, Astrolis, uh, the, the great octopus featuring so, Tony Iommi. Hold on, I need to hear the song now. I have Tony Iommi's on it. I need to listen to it, <laughs> even though well, it's probably like death metal, like you know. Rrr. Well, there you go. So there's that. There's Death Angel with you, Humanicide. Humanicide? That because Humanicide. yeah, Humanicide. I'm going with that because that's pretty much the only one I've heard. So and I I like the album, so I'm gonna go with that. I prevail with bow down there. Uh, you, you've heard. You, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my husband. I apologize, people. I prevail. You've heard them. You're not crazy about them. Okay. And there. Oh, sorry. Then there's Kill Switch Engage with Unleash, which I would fucking love for them to take it because we all well, know that's, I that's like clearly Switch. that's good. That that's your choice. <laughs> yes. And then there's Tool with. Is it? I guess it's Tempest, but it's just typed as seven, seven Tempest. Yeah, never got into Tool. People, it's like it's like you love them or you hate them. I've never really been a Tool fan, but apparently everyone was just fucking sucking off this album this year because they said it's like their comeback or something. And I'm like, eh? what does that even mean to me? I, I don't, I don't know. I never, I never listened to them. Well, I'm hoping for Kill Switch. I always wish, for, I always wish for Kill Switch to win for obvious reasons. So we're gonna see. But again, for the Grammy people who are listening, which is negative two people, uh, thank you for including actual metal bands this year and didn't decide to throw in Lizzo for whatever reason. Yes, you know, or or, uh, or whatever. And I built what, what was that first one? Ivo, Ivo, Von I- uh, Bon Bon Iver. Passenger, passenger, yeah, okay. Uh, but and now, now moving along to the uh, Oscars, I think we should start from the bottom and work our way up to we're the best picture, our, right? Yes, yeah, we're that's gonna what work we'll do. our way up. So, people, here we go. You gotta fucking really like 
You got to concentrate on this because, okay, so this is what we're doing. We are going to go through every single category. Um, Gray Talent, if you could please type for me. I will um, type. We're going to start with best original score. Uh, so I'm going to, by the way, these fucking names, fuck you. Um, <laughs> best original score, Joker. Uh, I'll by... yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, Joker by Hildur Guanaditore. Yeah. There was no Atori at the end of that. You're making shit up. Atori. Atori. I don't know. Yeah, so there was that. There's that. Little Women with... by Sorry, Little Women, Alexandre Desplat. Marriage Story, Randy Newman. He takes a bite of the apple. 1917, Thomas Newman. That must be Randy's brother. Yeah, or stepbrother. And... Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, John Williams. Uh, shut up. <laughs> plus there's this fucking pain. No, 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 no. That's the only reason I put this on the list. The only, As much as it pains me to even speak or look or anything that has to do with this movie, I, I, you can't disrespect the legend, John Williams. So that is going to be my prediction. Even though he's not going to win, I'm putting that who I kind of want to win. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping to get it. My prediction will be Star Wars. Oh, you too. Okay, so I'll put yeah. slash. Okay, so there we got. So we're both, we're both on the same page with that. Oh wow, look at you! You thought we were going to disagree. <laughs> mm, no, no, no. Give it time. We're a couple of categories in. Okay, so for the Oscars, for by the way, I feel like we should cue fancy music in between and like whatever. But uh, best cinematography: The Irishman, Rodrigo Pietro, or something like that. Joker, Lawrence Shear, The Lighthouse, Jaron Blackrock. 1917 Roger <laughs> Deakins Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Robert Richardson so we're talking cinematography I know where your opinion is going to go and I am going to go with what I have seen now again I have not seen every single movie so I have to go by what I've watched previews reviews and everything in between but I will say I did watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and because the aesthetic I feel was captured pretty miraculously I will give it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Okay, all right, that's fair. I mean, me, it's a toss-up. There's honestly, I've seen three out of the five of these movies. I've seen Irishman, Joker, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, yeah, the on-set locations of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it probably will get it. You're right. But for me, honestly, I, as much as the Irishman was kind of well too drawn out and over overstayed its welcome a lot, I like some of the locations there. It was kind of like Kiddo close to home. They filmed a lot of scenes in Yonkers. Um, they filmed uh, St. John's the Church, where I used to, right down the block from where I used to live, they filmed a, a church scene in there. It was very on location type of thing. And the same thing for the Joker. I, I like the whole, uh, they, they filmed, um, I think it was at, uh, what do you call it? one of the colleges in the Bronx. They filmed uh, the whole, the step scene. That was like mm-hmm. a, a very yes, iconic Yes, yes, yes. That, that's a very so, known step, um, yeah. I'm gonna uh if I had to pick like a, like if you put a gun to my head the Irishman or Joker um it's just the whole imagery it, it's just the the scene from the Joker a lot of a lot of the imagery still stuck with me and resonated so I'm gonna go with the Joker for that. Go with Joker. Okay. All right. Okay. By the way, you guys could play along with us because what we're gonna do is, is I forgot to mention at the end of this we're gonna go through everything and we will do an episode once we do watch the Oscars and we're gonna see how many we got right and for the person who's got the most right they win and the other person gets kicked gets kicked in the testicles or titty we don't know which. <laughs> yes, testicle or titty, one or, one or both. Well, titty. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Our next 
category for the Oscars is makeup and hairstyling. We have the following movies from your selection. Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, or 1917. I am going to go with the only fucking movie that I kind of have any reference point to, and that is going to be Joker. Yeah. Oh, great. Me too. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's another thing we're going to look at this. Oh, man, this is gonna, it's going to be hardcore later where we're just going to be fighting. <laughs> I know it's coming. It's coming. Um, but yeah, no, I have to agree with you there. The makeup. I liked I liked his suit. I thought it was very stylish. I liked how they made him look. I didn't think I was going to like it at first. It had a very like Heath Ledger-esque look, especially, and, but it didn't at the same time. It had its own unique style. I liked it. I thought it was very well done, and they really captured the element of like the 1970s, which were they, what they were going for in Gotham, which I really, really appreciated. So, yeah. I, I agree. So, again, we have some something we agree on. All right, guys, we're going into dangerous territory. This is where oh, friendships here we go. start to die. Okay. Here we go. So, we oh, are no. up to director. So, best director nominations are Martin Scorsese with The Irishman. Quentin Tarantino with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bong Joon-ho with Parasite, and, uh, sorry, Sam Mendes, 1917, and, uh, sorry, Todd Phillips with The Joker. Um, I think my who and what, now here's the thing, I heard Parasite is a phenomenal movie. Uh, I'm going to watch that this weekend. I should have watched it before we recorded, but honestly, uh, my cousin, nobody, my cousin, my, our friend, mutual friend, Jeff, said mm-hmm. you need to watch this movie it's it's a korean movie it's in subtitles yes. it's in foreign but it's amazing it's getting like i never seen a movie get 97 or 98 on metacritic and this fucking movie got a 97 or 98 on metacritic out of like 96 reviews it's insane like almost perfect score uh i honestly think that's gonna take it but i who do you want to win on this one I am torn. Here's the thing, and this is where we can have the argument or not. Um, Martin Scorsese, while the Irishman apparently is again, it was <sighs> okay. So here, here's did the you thing. watch the Irishman? I watched I did it. Not, I did not sit through it, so I feel like I uh, cannot. I, give, it, yeah. I uh, cannot sit through the valid opinion. The reason why I haven't sat through it yet is because I know how a how long it is, and I already kind of know the entire storyline. Where I'm like, eh, I just need to find three hours to waste. I do feel that Martin Martin Scorsese could take a dump in a fucking like pool for <laughs> three hours and will still nominate him for a yes. fucking director's award. No, no, so you're on the money there because the movie was way too long. It had interesting points, but it's not something you haven't seen before. It's it's fucking it's Goodfellas. That's pretty much it's four hours of Goodfellas. That's yeah, that's it. And, but it's not. And Goodfellas. don't get me wrong, like not as good as got- He's got a resume and it's a val like I'm not trying to shit on his entire career, but that's like again, if Meryl Streep's nominated for a fucking best actress award, everyone go home. We already know who's taking it. It's like one of those type of situations. Um, I am going to Okay, wait, I'm looking at this list. Okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb on this one and I'm going to hope that Quentin takes it. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't mind seeing him take it because I as much as I didn't really care, I mean I didn't hate once upon a time in Hollywood, I just didn't really like some of its, you know, some of its moments, and I thought some of it was a little boring, I guess. But that's Quentin Tarantino. He's a big talker. He likes to have these long, drawn out, silent sequences of just capturing with music in the background and a lot of imagery, which is fine, and, and that's what makes him a good director. Uh, you know, attention to detail and shit. But for me, I love transformation. I love seeing someone who's who's taking out of there comfort zone and and out of their you know out of their forte and be put into something that's 
a little bit like out of their out of their like uh, comfort zone and whatnot. And mm-hmm. seeing Todd Phillips go from doing the Hangover movies, which is like raunchy fucking comedies, then he did a movie. I think it was the um, that movie about the real estate. What the hell was it? Uh, uh, the short, the big short. He did that movie. Yes, I think. Yes, yes. And that movie got. I didn't care for that movie because I'm not into real estate, but I heard that movie was really good. Uh, to like something that's like gonna border on the psychiatrically, like clinically, like insane with the Joker, and I was really a big fan of how he directed um, Joaquin Phoenix and and the whole cast, and I thought he did a phenomenal job. I was like, there were moments that I was bone chilling that some of the the like the direction that he he did right. to these characters. I'm like, okay, you deserve that that uh, and, and Oscar. I won't be- I won't be mad if he gets it either. Like, this is one of those categories that I will say it's not like, oh, my God, I fucking hate this person. I just don't – not that I'm saying I don't get the hype about Martin Scorsese, but, again, I, I do feel like he's one of those kind of automatics in a way. The one thing I will say, though, too, the reason why I'm also kind of uh, voting for Quentin Tarantino – and keep in mind, I kind of ripped apart Once Upon a Time uh, Hollywood, and I'm saying this uh, – as a director as a whole, in terms of his resume, he has not been recognized as, as a director from the Oscars. Because if you think about his line of work up until, I would, I would say, even, well, no, the 90s pulp, pulp Fiction, excuse me, um, he has, it's an acquired taste type of director. And I think his type of style has not been recognized as it should up until now, because again, he makes a movie which kind of touched on a mainstream culture, and now people are noticing him, which I don't appreciate, but at the same time, I appreciate that he's getting his chance in the sun, if that makes any type of sense. Right. No, I mean, he's won awards for, like, screenplay stuff, but I don't think he's ever took home a Best Director award, like, for writing. He, he no, gets the no, he, for. I can tell you right now, because I had looked it up, so he, uh, 2013, for uh, Jake Jan- he won, so he won for the Academy Award. So he won Best Original Screenplay yeah, uh, for Django Unchained uh, and Pulp Fiction. That's it, though. That that's been his repertoire through the Oscars. You know that that to me. All right, that's great. At least he's, he's, he's won something. You know that's that's fantastic. I don't think did Todd. I think did Todd Phillips win for uh, for the Big Short? He won. He got nominated at least for something. I know that, but if not, I think it's one of those guys' turns to take something home. Warren Scorsese has a whole fucking row with him at his house. He doesn't need any more. Uh, I, I don't think he does but um honestly i i really think parasite's gonna take it i don't think that none of our selections are gonna t- i think parasite's gonna fucking sleep which is fine hit. because i'm hearing great things so i'll watch yeah. it we'll we'll get to it but okay so we just fell into a hole guys i'm sorry i'm sorry, sorry. we're moving on we're moving on sorry. okay so we are we're going to we're gonna do actress in a leading role so you know is that how we refer to it now okay whatever i could be wrong okay is it? yeah yeah it is yeah actress in a leading role so so the the the, the lead the lead hoe um <laughs> Cynthia, oh, I'm saying her name wrong. I'm sorry. Cynthia uh, Irvio uh, with Harriet, Scarlett Johansson with Marriage Story. Uh, I can never say her name. Oh my God. Scarjo? Scarlett no, Johansson? Scarjo, the other one. Oh, Suarez. I don't even know who that is, but yeah. It's, okay. <laughs> it's the, I know who she is from Little Woman. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I've read Little that apart. Oh. Renee Zellweger with Judy and Sherlise Theron with Bombshell. Um, I, okay, again, majority of this did not see, however, I'm yeah, going to go through what, cr- the, when I say critics, um, because I do have friends with, that are movie reviewers, critics, etc., I will say that I have heard two particular actresses that have apparently made an impact in the, th- those particular art pieces, one is for the movie Harriet, one is for Marriage Story, um, for this, I'm going to go with Cynthia from Harriet. Okay. 
So Cynthia from Harriet. All right, I, I, have... heard, I heard great things about it. I have to watch it. Um, again, I'm going off of other people in this circumstance. Yeah. I do apologize. You're going that you're probably going the smarter route than me. I've not seen any of these movies. I know Little Women is an adaptation of the famous book. That will probably might I don't know if it's gonna get it, but if it's supposed it's to be fucking amazing, by the way. Yeah, no, I heard good things about it, but I'm just gonna go because I love her. I'm just gonna go with Charlize because I thought she I think she's a good actress and I'm gonna go with Bombshell. <laughs> so yeah. We're moving on to actor in a leading role. And um okay, so this is where it might get a little dicey for us. Oh, um, it's it's just without question for me. This is where the fight's gonna come in. <laughs> this is it right here. This is Antonio, gonna happen. Antonio Banderas with Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver in Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix (laughs) from Joker, and Jonathan Price with The Two Popes. So, I guess I'll start off. I okay here. Oh, what? Maybe I don't want to start. Hold on. Uh, Fuck the uh, Adam Driver. That's all I'm saying. If you choose Adam Driver, we're gonna have to spend a lot of time. On I this love time. Adam Driver though. He's an asshole. He fucked up. They fucked him up in Star Wars. He's an. He's he killed Han Solo, and I hate him. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I right. Fe- listen, I feel like the obvious choice is Joaquin's gonna take it. Everyone fucking said it as soon as the Joker came out. Everyone said he's gonna take it, but for the sake of entertainment, I'm <laughs> gonna go with Adam fucking Driver. Just to oh, she did it. Now that she did, she just wanted to fight because we weren't fighting. We were getting it's along. It's not even this. that I wanted to fight. No, I no, will no. say, hold on. Uh, here, here's the thing: I have not watched Marriage Story because I heard that if you come from divorced parents or are married, you're gonna want to kill yourself, and I kind of don't want to do that. Um, just, if he wins, though. I'm just letting you know. It's me and you in the parking lot. I in know. the back of Olive Garden. That's that's it. Listen, they, they have a snippet online of of uh, of like a dialogue between him and Scar and Scarjo, and he puts on you can say whatever the fuck you want about Star Wars. Separate Star Wars for a second. He's a talented fucking actor. Is he though? No, he I, no is. I'm just kidding. I I, you I watched hater? I, I'm just kidding. He I've seen him in that movie with Liam Neeson, the priest movie. You ever see that movie? I think Martin Scorsese did it too. Of course. Uh, yeah, of course, because why not? No, he was good in that movie. It's just they all right. My problem with him is not him in the movies, it's how he was written. His character was written it's not his terribly. Fault. He didn't win one fight in the movie. See, it's going back, folks. Full fucking circle. It's not okay. his fault. You're getting mad at it. it that was his job. You got a page. It's not, it's not your fault, man. It's not your fault. All right. Uh, and Leo, you already won an Oscar for climbing inside of a bear anus, so you don't need another one. You're good. He got, he got his chance. But I feel like yeah. as much as I'm putting Adam Driver down, because I, I think he's a, a phenomenal fucking actor, I will fight you. Uh, I, think <laughs> jo- I do uh-huh. think Joaquin Fings is going to take it, but I'm going to give it a shot. Okay, I'm I'm going with the oh I didn't say my who I wanted yeah obviously Joaquin because the Joe he literally uh, just thinking about ha- him in that movie just giving me fucking eerie ghostly feelings and it's just terrifying to the fucking core and and that brings us to our next category best adapted screenplay which uh, I'm so fucking biased my god okay so um, yeah clearly clearly you're you're biased we're gonna make this quick because because we still got a couple of categories so I don't want to bore anyone okay so a uh, best adapted screenplay The Irishman Joe Rabbit Joker, Joker, Little Women, and the Two Popes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who are you going for? I mean, 
of what you've seen or known. I mean, uh, it's obvious, folks, me, I'm the Joker all the way because uh, yeah. it, it takes from the comics and it kind of crafts the, the killing joke from the DC comic and it kind of morphs it into this own little thing with like fight. It's really, really fucking good. So, yeah. <laughs> Adaptation wise, hold on. Um, I am going to go with, um, just because I feel like where Hollywood is going to take it is the Irishman. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 probably they got to win. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to play the game here. No, I'm no, not playing. You're, I'm you're trying know, to play I, strategic. No, see, you're you're playing different than you're playing how I should be playing the game because, folks, she's playing the game. Halloween Queen is playing, playing the game where she's going by. She's thinking like a fucking corporate Hollywood dickhead, and this is how <laughs> exactly. they're gonna fucking vote. I'm thinking from the fan point of view because I'm a, I'm for the fans right now. So I'm like I'm Joker, man. Joker, you're like no. They're gonna pick this. <laughs> All right, okay. You're playing it smart though. We'll, so, we'll see. We'll see how smart it is. Original screenplay followed is following next. Yep, and that is for so for original screenplay, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, Knives Out, okay, and we'll... 1917. I will say <laughs> this is going to be a hard one. This is hard. I, I'm going to play the smart for this this round and this round only. I'm going to play the smart card because I'm going to say Parasite is going to take it because. Uh, it's like one of those one-hit wonder screen, the one of those lightning in a bottle writing that you don't get like too often. So, yeah. and I heard screenplay wise, like so, uh, Knives Out again is supposed to be phenomenal. Fuck Marriage him! Story. Everything that man stands for, I will take that to the grave with me. <laughs> I'm here's where I'm gonna go with this, and this was what somebody had said online. Hollywood loves movies about itself. I'm yep. gonna go with I'm gonna go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, that's going to probably take home like four or five awards, probably. I'm so. also saying that because in terms of originality, I mean, granted, they, they if you think about it, they took something, he took something, mixed it the fuck up. I mean, screenplay-wise, this is definitely uh, a new is adaptation. It, but, well, is, is it a real, it shouldn't that be adapted? Because it's partially adapted, then manipulated. So is it like an, it's adapted from a true story. That's true. That's is, you know what? You mm, mm. So why is that original? See, that's to me is Whoa. like thinking, uh-huh, uh-huh, Parasite. Wait, that has some. <laughs> well, well, hold on, because technically he took they, there's bits and pieces because he de- basically reinvented the history. If you think about it, he Best just took the characters and worked it up. Original. Well, that's not original. <laughs> uh, whatever. We're we're gonna move on. We're, we're gonna oh. see what happens. Okay. So, uh, animated feature film, uh, How to Train oh. Your Dragon, The this Hidden is World. It's an easy one. <laughs> I, I Lost My Body, Claws, Missing Link, and Story, 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 Four. I am gonna go with the um, the Golden Globe winner, which was the the fuck you to Pixar and Disney because I feel like they're riding a wave and that's missing Link. I don't even know what that is, but okay. I'm putting, I'm playing, the, I'm going to try and play the smart game here and go with Toy Story 4 because they like, uh, they love their pick stars, but I hope it doesn't win. It's uh, Toy Story, but okay. I'm going to go with Toy Tories. Toy Tories. <laughs> All right, we're up to actors. There goes my birth control alarm. Thank you, guys. Uh, you said the secret word. Okay, so we got three categories left. No, four, three, no, three, three. Three left, okay, and we haven't gotten into a fist fight. Okay, so yeah. 
actor in a supporting role. So these are the people who hold the testes. So, <laughs> actor in supporting yes. roles. Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Al Pacino, The Irishman. Joe Pesci, The Irishman. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Here is where the arguments might no, start. No, they might, but you'd think they will. But no, I think we've had it already with uh, the few I categories ago. Well, do you want to go first? Because you're going to be surprised with who I pick, I think. Um, I am going to go with Biasly because I will say I was impressed with said act. Well, hold, wait, hold. I think you're going to, you might be, you might pick one of two that I'm thinking of. So go, go ahead. I'm going to tell you right now. It's either Tom Hanks or Brad Pitt. Well, I'm going to go with the latter. I'm going with Tom Hanks. Because I heard nothing but amazing things about his performance. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Brad because I cannot match you. Okay. All right. <laughs> but by the way, while we're on the topic, uh, Al Pacino and Joe Pesci, uh, both nominated for the Irishman. Again, I call an Irishman monopoly in this category. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't have two in one. I don't think it works that way. It shouldn't work that way. Uh, you get one first. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think it should be one representative. But <laughs> yeah, one. Right. I mean, uh, that seems like you're, you're hogging the whole spotlight. And in my opinion, they both gave phenomenal performances. Yes, but they. You know, it's it's kind of like, do they deserve over the others? Well, hold on, too. I, now, I now think about it. If Pacino wins, you're going to feel fucking bad for Pesci. Pesci wins. You're going to feel bad for yeah, Pacino. You're, like, you're, you're gonna, making... you know, I mean, I, I would honestly look. Okay. I, I say Tom Hanks because I, I didn't see the movie, but I, I've heard nothing but great things. But I will be okay. I'll be fine if Brad Pitt or Joe Pesci wins. Because, I mean, Al Pacino, yeah. He was good, but I just say Joe Pesci because I haven't seen him in a movie since like Home Alone, and, and it's like I kind of want to see him like get something because he think about it, he hasn't acted in a long time, right? Well, I mean, he's been doing well, not to the extent. No, you're right, you're right. I mean, I get it, but again, then, then did they did they just throw him in because they feel bad? There was like, well, we're gonna. No, he had a major Pacino. role in the movie, but Al Pacino had a bigger role. So if anything, I think Al Pacino should knock Joe Pesci off because Al Pacino had a more of an emotional role in the movie. Joe Pesci was just like a support. Well, he was, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, moving I, on to the actress. It, anyway, <laughs> so uh, actress in a supporting role, I don't fucking know anybody at the moment. Okay, so Kathy Bates with Richard Jewell, Laura Dern with Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson with Jojo Rabbit. Florence, I'm going to say poo, but it's not. It's Poe, <laughs> um, or what have you. Little Women, or Margot Robbie with Bombshell. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even see any of these movies. What do you think? <laughs> um, I have not seen any of them, so I am going to go. I, oh, oh, oh. I'm going with Little Women because I was like, Go with Little Women. I heard great things about the yeah. entire female cast. You too. Oh, little by the way, going back, I'm sorry, we're going to backtrack a little bit. Directors-wise, just saying, Little Women, female director, didn't fucking get a nomination. I'm just saying, it's a little sexist. Continue. Okay, we're moving on. Okay. Then so. again, though, you can't say, I mean, yeah, this year it's sexist, but then don't forget, Patty Jenkins did get nominated for Wonder Woman. I did. I don't know if she won, though, because that movie was know. awesome, but yeah, that, that I don't know. But anyway, uh, Best Picture, is that we're, we're on that one? Oh, wow. All right, the last one, folks. All right, we're at the home stretch. Okay. Yes, for the most best, part. Best picture. Ford uh, versus Ferrari. The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. Joker. Little Women. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Marriage Story. Parasite. 
1917. Okay, I got to think about this for a second. You can take the lead and uh, talk it out. So let's talk it out. Let's, uh, best picture. I have not seen four. I'm just going to put out there, folks. I have not seen Ford versus Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, Marriage Story, Parasite, or 1917. You have so not seen any of them. Half <laughs> of them. Okay. So, yeah, I've seen I... three of them. I will say I'm this I'm following a philosophy. I'm probably going to be wrong, but my philosophy is again the Hollywood liking movies about themselves. What other what better way than to celebrate with a movie about Hollywood once upon a time in Hollywood? I'm going to go with um I will uh, say I I don't think Parasite has a shot. I think 1917 might be the the dark horse though. But we're going to Yeah, it could it could because I I I still I want to watch that too and I heard that movie is amazing as well. But, uh, yeah, I don't think Parasite will take best. I think it'll take Parasite will take screenplay, like writing, because mm-hmm. the writing will probably take Or if it was on international film, it might might take that. Uh, I'm going to say I'll continue the bias trend. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going <laughs> to go with the Joker. <laughs> I mean, it. Listen, it, it 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 made moves. I mean, I'm I'm not shitting on it. If uh, if, if, it kinda, ex- if it wins, I'm not mad because. My, let me, I was going to go on record for saying my cousin, who is a bigger comic book nerd than probably anybody in the county, uh, in our county, or state even, uh, he hated this movie with a passion, with a passion. Yeah, he I did heard. not like it. And so like I said, that's, that's where I, the conversation started. You, you either love or you hate the Joker. Me, I dabble in comics. I'm more of a video game guy, as you know. I like the comic characters. I like their stories, but I've learned from the stories of the comic book characters from movies, television, and television shows, the cartoons, and I loved how they portrayed the Joker in this movie. I love that it fucked with you from start to finish. It fucked your mind, like, so much, and I'm a fan of Mindfuck, so sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with the Joker for Best Picture. We'll so, find, I, that okay. might change though. I might change this weekend if I watch Parasite. And I go, oh man, next time we're on here, uh, I wish Parasite no, gets. No, no, I know we can't change it. We can't change it. Set it doesn't stone. matter if we That's watch it. it and we love it. We are going to stick to our guns. So, guys, yes. those are our um, our premonitions as to who's going to win, and we will review um, this. So we'll have a special episode once the nominations are obviously are, are yes. done, and we'll find yeah. out who wins. See and who we're gonna we're, we're gonna see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, so that's our Grammy discussion with the Oscar discussion. We have one more segment. It's going to be very short and sweet. If you're still around, uh, our anniversary list for January. Yes, don't forget. Don't think we forgot because Christmas holiday season, whatever, was crazy for us. We didn't have a time to do December anniversary. So January, it's very light. January sucks, apparently, as you know. Yeah, we, <laughs> we were going to have an episode just of anniversaries, but apparently yeah. uh, milestone-wise, nothing is going on for January. No, it's terrible. So we're just going to be... Brief here, another like few minutes of your time. So we're going to go through the list. So starting with video games, turning 35 this year is Ice Climber with a Nintendo. And a fun fact about this game, I don't know if you, you know this, Ice Climbers came out before Super Mario Brothers and was the main reason for Super Mario Brothers. Because if we didn't have Ice Climbers, we wouldn't have Mario Brothers because the creator of Ice Climbers didn't have the blueprint and foundation for Mario Brothers until he made Ice Climbers. So... There you go. No Ice Climbers, no Mario Brothers. So Happy birthday. Hey, so moving along. Fifth, turning 15 this year is Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, which was an Xbox cool. exclusive. Uh, purposely sabotaged by EA, by the way, Electronic Arts, because fucking EA is the asshole of the industry because they didn't market it. And nobody even, you've probably never even heard of that game. I think maybe your husband might have heard of it. I think he's an Oddworld fan, but uh, 
Yeah, he's shaking his head. He says now, he likes the yeah. first one. You know what odd world? You know what that is? It's Red Dead Redemption in the odd world setting. That's what it is. So I don't know if you guys ever want to play it. It's on PS4. It's an amazing. It's probably one of my favorite odd world games. It's really really good. But it was wasn't marketed well, so it didn't do well. But anyway, happy anniversary to that. Uh, my favorite Resident Evil game of all time turns 15. Resident Evil 4, uh, the GameCube version. And fun fact here for Resident Evil 4, it was the most popular entry in the series, was exclusive to GameCube only, but due to the worst sales ever, because it was only on GameCube, and people thought GameCube back in the day was a child system, only kids bought it, they ported it everywhere. So now it's even on PS4 digital, it's on disc PS4, uh, Xbox One, it's on fucking PC everywhere. And it's probably going to come to like next gen systems too, because they just keep, people buy it because it's the most popular entry in the series. I loved it. Fucking phenomenal. Uh, turning 10 this year, uh, this year to 2020 army of two, the 40th day, uh, Darksiders, mass effect two and no more heroes two. Of those games, Mass Effect 2 was probably my favorite because it was sci-fi and space wars and lasers in space and all and that shit. that's the only one that I know from the list, so that's fine. <laughs> and that's it. Believe it or not, folks, that's it for video games. So on to movies. Um, yeah, Turning 30 this year. Coming out, come out, coming out in 1991. Tremors with Kevin Bacon, right? That was Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon, yeah. Reba McIntyre, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Yeah, the the worm movie where the fucking earthquakes are caused by sandworms. The worm, the worm. <laughs> Turning twenty five, coming out in came uh, that came out in nineteen ninety five. House Guest is that a Sinbad movie? I feel like that's a Sinbad movie. House yes, it Guest, is. I'm pretty sure is him, and if I'm not mistaken, Phil Hartman. I be- oh my god, am I right? Wait, I should have looked. This you up. are, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you are right. You are right there. Are you just guessing, or <laughs> oh, I'm picturing it in my in my headspace? Hold on, hold on. I I, I remember <laughs> the cover of the thing. Hold on, wait. You don't move on. I'm going. I'm, I'm looking. Yes, yes. He's on the cover. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of him next. To, yeah, him next to Sinbad. So, turning 20 this year, back in 2000, gave us next Friday and the Boondock Saints. Next Friday is 20. That's crazy. I remember when that came out, and that was like oh. I I found that movie hilarious. No more lactos. Gracias. <laughs> No, that movie was great. I mean, that didn't they have one after that Friday after next? Yeah, they had. Yeah, they they had. It was like a fucking Christmas Friday, which I didn't watch, so I don't know. I heard there was another one coming out, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Turning fifteen this year and back in two thousand five gave us the worst comic book movie of all time, arguably, uh, Electra. And right. are we there yet with Ice Cube? So yeah. Wow. Um, 2010, turning 10, Sherlock Holmes with, um, what's his face? Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. The, the beginning ten. of his, uh, reborn career, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last time you'll see him. I think 2012 was the last time he was in anything besides Iron Man. <laughs> that was pretty much it. And Avengers. Very true. So, and that's it for movies, folks. Dry ass month, drier than a nun's twat. Yes. So <laughs> moving on to television shows and then we're going to wrap it up. Turning 40 fucking five, coming out in 1975, Wheel of Fortune and the Jeffersons. 45 years. We need a a sound clip for that for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the Jeffersons because we be moving on up, moving on up. Uh, Turning 35, Thundercats, Thunder, Thundercats, ho! Uh, 25 is the Waynes Brothers and the Parenthood. Remember those? Oh my god! Years. I now it, we're just carbon dating us because oh holy shit, this is this is oh. insane. 
And finally, well, finally, well, we have two more left. So 2000 turning 20, Malcolm in the middle. Damn. 20 years. Holy fuck. Oh, God. Just think. Just to think where the dad went from Malcolm in the middle to fucking, fucking Heisenberg to making, yeah. making the myths. Legit. And finally, last but certainly not least, my favorite drama TV series of all time. Spartacus, Blood and Sand, 10 years old today. To the date, actually. I looked that up. It literally premiered around this time uh, 10 years ago, which uh, the lead actor in that, he passed away due to cancer and they had to replace oh, him. Wow. But yeah, um, he, he was really, really a great actor. And he he, he sold – this was the best season, Blood and Sand. And he sold that performance, emotional, teary-eyed performance. It made me fucking emotional. And it was just – very, very good. And that turned 10 today. And yeah, so that's it, folks. That's January. That's why we saved it for the end. Uh, because it's not nothing notor notably notoriety on that list at all. Nothing. Well, that and I'm sure we bored you to death with all these fucking, like, you know, uh, award show, this, that. And the, I know that we kind of went on a tangent, but there was so much going on with award season. We wanted to capture it all. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed it thus far and you guys are going to I don't know, probably sit and yell at us for the options that we chose of what we think is going to win as well. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I just hope you enjoyed it. If you stuck around this long, we love you. We love you anyway. If you stuck around or not, just for just for even considering hitting that play button. And, uh, you know, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. And we have a Facebook page as well, uh, The Geek Burrito, at The Geek Burrito. So, yeah. So thanks again for uh, stopping by, and we will catch you on the next one.